Here we go. This is the Ninjas of Another Brother po- Ninja of Another Color podcast. This is episode eight. On uh, this episode, we have players coming out. Is that good news or bad news? Uh, the Braves done it again, and more bad batch. Let's get to it. By the power of Grayskull. Here we go. Yes, this is July, June 26th. It's a Saturday. And yes, we have NFL players coming out the closet, but he said it wasn't for any other reason. I think this is a little different than Michael Sam, but let's hear his side. What's up, people? I'm Carl Massive. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally felt comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Um, I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day, videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary um but until then you know i'm gonna do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting that's compassionate and i'm gonna start by donating one hundred thousand dollars to the trevor project just check guys five hundred thousand likes up yep he's coming out as homosexual in the locker room like again as i stated uh it's a little different now because michael sam did it first and people didn't like it because his was kind of forced, but it's cool to you live your best life. And the one thing I don't understand is why is it taking so taking so long for everyone to be ex- acceptive of everybody? Because that dude, I guess he's a semi good if you want to call it that but I'm not going to get mad I think it's a good thing and like he said one day we'll get to a point where we don't recognize it as just another guy that has a different sexual orientation like I said Michael Sams was a little bit forced on ESPN. You see him kissing a white dude, smashing cake in the face like they're married. That was kind of up, up in your face a little too, too, too fast. But I guess that's what we get for being an open society. On to other news. The Atlanta Braves lost another game today. The Braves are 5-5 five and five in the last 10 games. They split with the Mets currently one win two losses to the Reds again the bullpen 
And timely hitting is what's killing the Braves. And guess what? Gave up what? Another home run in the in the latter innings. And we lost Mike Soroka for the year again, but he wasn't a he wasn't, in my opinion, counted on this year. Yeah, so he popped his Achilles walking in the clubhouse, so we'll see him again next year. So, again, this is a brutal stretch for the Braves. No Ozuna, no Darno. We got people in the 7, 8, and 9 that can't feed the top part of the lineup. But guess what? We're going to make it to the playoffs. We just get more healthy in August and make that run to for the wild card. So I think the wild card is still still our best bet. But we only five games out. So <clears throat> we should. If we win the division, it's going to be in it's going to be in August. We're going to win the division in August. So let's let's see what the Braves do. Cause they, they, it's like they're right there. They, they have a good game and a bad game. Uh, Kidding is on, but and Freddie looks unhappy. Ronald looks unhappy. I hope if and when uh, Ozuna comes back, he lines up the clubhouse, and let's take a break. And we're back. Rate us, review us, give us five stars at. Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, this is the Ninjas of Another Color Podcast, and we're moving on to the NBA playoffs. The Suns have a two-to-game-one two to lead. Chris Paul came back in game three, and the uh, Suns look slow. Um, I think could be an issue, but you never know. The Suns looks much slower when Chris Paul is in. Well, let's get the highlights. No minutes restriction for Paul. And Zubats will start once again here in game three. Terrence Mann, that team's respond to either jubilant victories or devastating losses. And DeAndre Ayton, pick a roll action. George gets inside, kicks it out to Terrence Mann. Beverly's going to try another three. That's good. Struggles a bit with a dribble shot clock at three. He's got Crowder on him. Tested three-pointer. Reggie Jackson from deep as the shot clock expires. Crowder. Back-to-back threes. Crowder didn't have Look at the havoc that Beverly put fall. Rebounding, defending, knocking down shots. Paul George back. Ain't at 29 points. In game two, George turns, shoots, and scores. Early six-point lead for the Clippers. Booker to eight. Ace lays it in and got hit with a chance for a three-point play. Rolls in and out. That one halfway down. Paul comes the other way. Looking to push. Nice speed ahead. Eight with the punch. Not that action, but they just ran us to defend. Yeah, that's a great action. That, like, cut. Handoff. That was a mistake. Cameron Payne comes into the game and right away scores. They were defending and now coming in, putting yourself in that position. Eight and a tackle blocked by Zubac in game two. George throws it up. Zubac to foul. Oh, they wave it off. Play spring right knee. Here, Chiriannis, teammates tonight. Eight gets it inside. 
Suns lost, and they looked a step slow with Chris Paul, and Payne got hurt. He twisted his ankle, and the refs let him play, so uh, I think if the refs let him play, the Clippers will get back in the series, but if you start calling fouls like on Booker and Paul, the Suns are probably going to win the series, but... I'll let you know. My pick is always my pick is the Clippers and the Bucks in the championship. Bucks win, but the refs are going to play a part in this series and in both series because uh, I don't know why, but they always they always do. In the next series, we have the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks lost game one because they missed twenty eight three pointers. 28. You know how much they missed 28 and they lost by 3. So if you know, if they just put anything together, just anything, just anything together in that game, the Seals would be 
one nothing. But let's go to the highlights. Here comes Giannis, accelerates and scores! Giannis coming off an outstanding all-around game. Young, working on Holiday, off the screen from Capella, and scores! Well, we talked about this at the top. Luke Lopez once again in a drop. And by Hill, spins his way inside and scores! What a move! They've had only one three-point attempt thus far. And here's their second. Bellinger knocks it down. Oh, a of sight. Now, Kayla, with the air ball, which is a good free throw in a row. Three more shooters. Young, five minutes to go in this first quarter. Five-point complete. Here's Young for three. Yes. Seven of ten from the field. 
15 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Lopez gets inside and stops. Beautiful feed for Middleton. He has not played since back in February. And off the steal, he's Middleton with the reverse. And the Bucks also to long. A steal by Oliver. This the biggest lead of the night.
with those shots. And Howell comes across to the box. Pat Connaughton is back in. Middleton has a close move. In the third. Williams. Able to hit over Thanasis. And there's a curveball. You won't want to miss. Be sure to watch all of the AT&T 5G courtside concerts by Yep, 125 to 91. Uh, back to the Clipper series. I got two notes. Somebody's going to overpay for... Somebody's going to overpay for um, Reggie Jackson because he's shooting the lights up. And Terrence Mann has made himself into a star. He's not a superstar yet because he went to FSU, but he made himself into a star. He's taking some of the load off of PG and I think he's going to be he's a star in the making now to the Buck series you can see the difference in the two teams that game just showed it the only way the Hawks will win if the Bucks have a bad shooting night and they don't play defense because in game two the defense was better in game two they made Seven more three-pointers that in game one and forced 19 turnovers. The Greek freak was in the paint. He took the ball to the paint instead of taking those long threes. The Bucks have an advantage because they have size. They have 70 points in the paint in the first game, 64 in the second. The, Bug, the Bucks head coach needs to be fired if he gets outcoached this round. He definitely does. He has a, a stark advantage over the next team. I don't know why. They stuck with him, but hey, this is Giannis's year to win the championship, so it's going to be between Giannis and PG. And let's take a break. And we're back. This is Ninjas of Another Color. Rate us, review us on Google Podcasts. Give us five stars. Make us the number one podcast in America. And we're moving on to Loki Episode 3. We're at the midway point of the series. I think Loki's a good show, but not a great show. I hear people say that it's better than Falcon and Winter Soldier or WandaVision. I disagree with that comment. The story is good, but it lacks action. Dialogue is a primary action option for the 
series and then it comes to the action uh yeah it's a good story it makes you fall in love with loki he's a uh, uh let's see anti-hero yeah that's the kind of thing and the story is more based on how he how the variant changes from good from bad to good he's a misunderstood misguided he has pain all that stuff all that stuff we can relate to but again it's a good show the dialogue makes the show i don't think it's better than wandavision <clears throat> definitely don't think it's better than falcon the wooden shoulder and i'm a bad batch guy so that's where i'm at and uh it's on the same part as superman and lois and not it's better than the flash but flash is junking the shark soon <coughs> soon but uh, can't wait till Nora makes the return on the Flash, but let's get the best scenes from Loki episode three. So why do you come willingly? Huh? Or you won't. Either way, that's how I get to be oh, the timekeepers. Come any closer and I'll kill him. Go for it. For my next trick, I'll make you disappear. Where did you send us? All of the apocalypse is saved on that tempath. This is the worst. What's he doing? What are you doing? You're trying to enchant me. No, because my mind is too strong. There's power somewhere on this moon. We just need enough of it to travel through interdimensional time and space. I enjoyed it. I did too. It's been a long time. You're as beautiful as I ever.
like I said, uh, the dialogue is the best part of it. And you see how Loki tried to explain to Enchantress how, well, yes, that's, is, that is the Enchantress, even though they merged them both, yeah. Yeah, the dialogue is the best part. There's limited action because they just fought soldiers and they can beat up soldiers. They're gods. Why are gods fighting soldiers? And they're stuck in a, a end game kind of stuff where everything after that, nothing happens. And we're going to see next week if they get out of it. Most likely they will because it's six episodes. We're at the midpoint. And can't kill off Loki in the middle but like he said all the TVA officers are variants in the previous episodes yeah they were given clues where the judge was telling um the Owen Wilson character stop leaving rings on the table yeah because they wiped their memory yeah I like it it's a good show The dial- I like it for the dialogue so I really, again, I think the dialogue makes it as little action, so it is, it has met my expectations on Wednesday night, so it is cool. Now, on for our main event, it was Friday, episode 9 of 16, The Bad Batch. Yes, The Bad Batch was a spaghetti western this time. Yeah, so let's go ahead and... Get some highlights. The only vessel in our scanners is Crosshairs, and he's right on top of us. Don't let them get away. They're prepping to jump. Not without Omega. The bounty hunter who took her is long gone. Make the jump. Let me out of here. Afraid not. Mr. Bane does not respond well to prisoners who are difficult. Now sit tight. And don't cause any trouble. But when will you have time to fix my leg? Bring the bounty hunter his payment and recover our property. Once you have retrieved the genetic material needed, terminate her. Cad Bane was responsible for attempting to abduct Chancellor Palpatine. Why are they after the kid? But she has pure first-generation DNA. While our genetic structure was modified for growth, acceleration, and obedience, Omega is a pure genetic replication. How many clones like that exist? There's only one other, later referred to as Boba. Look, you need to rewire the servos in your hip first. That is what I am trying to do. Oh, all right, but make it quick. And not a word of this to anyone. Oh my, yes, that's working. It feels Where's the kid? Mr. Bane, she's quite obviously right there. Oh. Is anyone there? Omega? Hunter? I'm here. By hook or by crook, you come with me. At a good time. Hunter, I need you! It really does feel brand new. Fennec Shand. Hello, Bane. That's my case you're holding. The case for the girl. I have the case! Find the kid! I am on it! You should know when to quit, Shan! She's in the leader system. 
Do not worry, I will recover the target. I will not fail you. What the Prime Minister has planned for you is far worse than why I'm here. I'm trying to help you. Episode 9. Yep, episode 9 where we got a guest star of Fennec Shan. Seth Green with the voice of Toto 360. Cat uh, Bane and Fennec Shan had a stand standoff. And this was like a spaghetti western again where the good guy in the hat fights the hired gun to save the the bounty I like this this show was good today this week we found out that Boba and Omega are brother and sister uh, Boba is Alpha and the beginning and Omega is Omega is end the end of it, the brother and sister. And we, from the scene on the planet, we see that Omega is a four space clone. And the Kaminoans are paying to get her back, the bounties, but I think Boba Fett is the one behind that. And again, this episode showed that how resourceful she was, that she could get out of um, danger using her smarts with the uh, robot and Cat Bane lost his bounty all that money and we had a, a wonderful father daughter moment between Omega and Hunter and I, again I give this show a 9 out of 10 got 16 left uh, it's rewatchable and again this is a Ninjas of Another Podcast rate us review us on Google Podcast give us 5 stars uh, please make us the best show in the nation and we're out. <laughs>